0: morning red 10 standing by red 7 standing by red 3 standing by red 6 standing by good night standing by
1: you're listening to the ion cannon podcast laughing up fuzzball your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far far away this is it
2: he
0: laser welcome to the ion cannon podcast your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far far away I'm one of your hosts, Steven, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts Tom and William. We are joined once again today by Aaron of the 501st fame.
2: Hello, thank you guys for having me back again. Of course, (laughs) we couldn't
3: do a clone episode without you on it, especially because those are fewer and farther between now. So welcome. And also,
2: especially, it's got Captain Rex. Yes, yes, minor detail. Extra special.
3: (laughs) We had to have our resident clone expert
0: join us.
2: Yeah. I'm glad to be back so today, to offer my services.
0: <laughs> today we'll be discussing the second episode of Rebels, which is titled Relics of the Old Republic. Now, we don't have any
1: announcements today, so Tom, why don't you take us straight into the episode rundown? I... I guess I can do that. We are doing Rebels, Season 2, Episode 2, Relics of the Old Republic. This was written by Stephen Melching and directed by Bosco Ning. The synopsis is, while Kanan continues to struggle with trust issues, the other Rebels begin to form friendship with the old clones, and Agent Callus arrives, and when Agent Callus arrives, sorry, all must join together to battle the Imperials.
3: Yeah, so I... This is the second part of the, uh, this clone duology and I have to say it's by far my favorite part. We were kind of iffy on the last one. Uh, we had the same panel with us last time. Um, yeah I think our, the reviews range between 6.5 and 7.5. This one, mm-hmm. I think fixed all the problems that were in the last one and had some really great moments. Well, I, Aaron I, oh, Tom
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think the biggest thing when it came to the last episode, we knew it was a setup and it played out that way but i agree with you steven it fixed a lot of things so aaron what do you think of the episode (laughs) (laughs) sorry i just
2: just gotta start um overall you mean or just like let's
3: dive into it i mean yeah so so the episode picks up right where we left off Mm -hmm. and rex and uh and gregor and and wolf hand over the uh the, 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 a data chip with the coordinates of a bunch of you know Republic bases and Separatist installations and you know, all sorts of places the, the Rebels could establish a base, including a few Mandalorian bases mm. that uh, some people yeah. might have okay. forgot about. Uh, I guess, actually, I'll throw this to Tom first. One second, Aaron. Okay. Tom, okay. as our resident Mandalorian fan...
0: Thank um,
3: you. Do you think this could... Uh, tie into some of the future episodes? I mean, we know we're supposed to hear about Sabine's backstory mm-hmm. uh, and her parents later on in the season. Finally. In. Do you think this Mandalorian base will tie into those stories or are they just name drop the Mandalorians for that kind of You it?
2: know what?
1: I am hoping it does something because I want to know what happened. The Because uh, the season of Mandalore, that was brought up in last episode. I want to know what happened to Mandalore after the clone wars because when did they do that shift or is there is there still the two factions of mandalorians meaning that there is death watch and the mandalorians who are pacifists or did the original mandalorian society embrace their original heritage and not be pacifists anymore i'd like to know what's going on because i also think there is a theory that if you watch the trailer people think that when you see kylo ren um when he's got his lightsaber, that there might be Mandalorians with him, although I'm not going to say that's No, case, that's no, 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 I don't. I don't, I, I don't,
3: I don't, don't know that. either.
1: I don't know either. I'm only going by the speculation of people out there. I just want to know what is actually going to happen with the Mandalorians at this juncture. That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I wonder, e- it, like,
0: sorry, I was going to say real fast interjection. Um, we also have some interesting stories left off Uh, from the Clone Wars involving, you know, a certain Sith Lord who kind of got cut in two and has, you know, a double bladed lightsaber. So I wonder if we might be picking up that thread to some degree as well. Hmm.
1: I would
3: love
1: to.
0: Especially
1: because... Sorry, Tom? uh, Well, I was going to say, William, didn't you say that wasn't it Dave Filoni, he's trying to bring some stuff from... Oh, I guess the Expanded Universe into canon kind of sneaking stuff in there do you think that maybe with this name dropping thing he's trying to sneak some other things in like because the other thing we left oh. out was it was not only mandalorian installations but you know pirate hangouts and smugglers den you know all this kind of stuff and separates separatist hey, installations
3: hey. yeah i think i don't think it's anything about they're not Dave isn't david isn't necessarily trying to like bring in things from uh from legend at least any different than he's done in the past uh, okay dave filoni has historically you know he loves the expanded universe and so he he's always tried to bring in elements where he can right and sometimes it's not always possible sometimes he has to changed it a bit but he's always tried to do that so i don't think there's like a change in philosophy there at all uh, or strategy um but I, I do think that you know we we might get some some nice Mandalorian backstory i would love to see more about darth maul mm. uh so far we haven't maybe Maybe he's the one out there working with these uh, these new inquisitors. I don't know. Uh, I find it interesting that the next episode is is titled "Always Two There Are." Now we do know there's two, um, there are two. Uh,
1: yeah, two inquisitors. Two
3: inquisitors, the uh, fifth mm-hmm. brother and the seventh sister. But still, very interesting that they picked the title "Always Two There Are," especially because as we know at this point, Darth Maul is in two. So "Always Two There Are" is Darth Maul's upper half <laughs> and his lower
1: half. Oh, <laughs> Ouch!
0: Well, actually, um, I wonder if this is a You had to split a the difference, of... didn't you? Yeah.
1: Nah. <laughs> sorry, Steven.
0: No worries. I was going to say, so I wonder if this is going to set up a lot of the, the first half of the season of Rebels, where, you know, because we also know Honda's going to show up at some point. You yep. know, maybe one of the mm-hmm. pirate bases. That uh, they
1: might
3: like they're checking one by one and exactly. they run into the Mandalorians and run into Honda. That's like, I like that idea.
0: That would so, be fun. It, uh, we won't be able to know until you know it plays out episode by episode, but it's intriguing, I think.
3: That would make sense too. They were just they would just be going from planet to planet, location to location, uh, seeing is is this suitable for base? Is this place suitable for base? And just this like they, they would be, actually have to. No, be. Han- if they,
0: this Mandalorians? No. Damn. Okay.
3: Yeah, and if they run into trouble, Sorry. they they move on to the next one. Maybe they pick up some additional friends along the way. Who knows? Um... Well, that that seems like a like actually a reasonable plot for this season, uh, and then ultimately at the end finding the base, all, all the while outrunning the uh, the the fifth brother and the seventh sister. So um, now we get to the clones, and at, at this point the the phantom is still not operational, so they, they have to get out of there. Um, but they they can't leave the the planet yet, and the the phantom isn't working, and uh, Kanan is worried that the Empire is going to be there any minute because as we know at the end of the last episode, Wolf betrayed them, uh, and, and turned them into the Empire. Come on, Wolf! Uh, and we get this dust dust storm starting to come up in the distance. So like the rebels are trapped. There's this dust storm, uh, and it actually sets up this really interesting battle, uh, but. First, they get a message from the Star Destroyer in orbit with Callus. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I really liked that scene because you know Callus calls in, ah, clones. You know, we're looking for the Jedi. Where are they? And Wolf is very troubled and coming up like, oh yeah, ha, ha, that was a joke. Sorry. And Rex <laughs> kind of comes in and Callus is like, okay, I know the Jedi's there. We've seen them with the Pro- red. Game's up. We're coming.
3: Yep, and so instead of um, and so th- so that's when they they basically land the AT-ATs on the planet, which is really cool. Uh, I guess first some Tie Fighters come in and 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 strafe the 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 what is it like well, the, they're,
1: they're the makeshift
3: the AT-, AT-, AT the ATTE? It's like a you know they're modified ATTE.
1: It's Mm. the Winnebago. Mm. Yes, exactly. You know what? And and here's a funny thing. When I saw that, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Winnebago from Spaceballs. Although this one was more decked out, not flying through space. But that's what it reminded me of. But to see – what was really cool and I liked about that scene is you got to see – Basically, the old weapons from the Clone Wars. You got to see, you know, the, the heavy cannon blaster that Heavy oh, would that use. So yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And and then the same, the, the big blaster that uh, Sabine used. And then how could you not feel you were back in the Clone Wars when Rex is giving you advice saying, you know, lead your target, don't waste your ammo. And then it was Gregor who comes out and just nonchalantly, it's almost like you can hear him. He wasn't, but you can hear him whistling with the bazooka on his shoulder, and with one shot, takes out a Tie Fighter. And
3: it just shows how skilled these clones are. I, oh, I yeah. love Rex's comment earlier, uh, right before when they're still on the on the on the on the line with Callus, and uh, and Rex tells him, "I hope you brought a better class of soldier than those stormtroopers."
2: Stormtroopers. And that was oh, yeah, the story. Right. It's
0: such a great line. I love it. Well, and, I, and I really loved Callus's response, which was, "Oh, meh." <laughs> yeah, they may not be better than you, but we've got more
1: of them. Right. Then <laughs> really, the, the, the best strategy. line. The uh, best line is Rex coming back saying you're going to need all of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and It just shows how much like
3: the clones are, are you know, they know they're superior and they kind of look down on these new guys who are coming in these young whippersnappers trying to, you know, be <laughs> the new the new soldiers and the nowhere near as good as the the original the original group. So, mm. it's just such a great line. I just love it. Uh, but then we get to the ground assault. I, I actually enjoyed how Callus even says, prepare for ground assault, just like uh, in The Empire
2: Strikes Back.
0: Yep, and I, a lot of the music, I think, was drawing here. Oh, assault.
1: Of,
2: a lot of shots, a lot of... Um you know the Adat's coming in the frame that mm-hmm. that was very similar and then um the look out the viewport with the two drivers in the front mm-hmm. that was like almost yeah, that was that clear was cut from from Empire Well there's, there's I mean, it didn't complete... feel
3: like they would lifted it at all like right. it felt like it was it was familiar but not right. derivative.
1: Well, right. You're also you're also missing one of the best ones that I loved is the star destroyer in space with the ghost just hanging there. Mm. Now I know it wasn't following a rebel blockade runner, but if you look at that shot, it's definitely an homage because of how the planet was placed and the Star Destroyer as well. So that was really cool how they were able to do that and just make that nod. Just loved yeah. it. But... Yeah, my only problem with
0: that scene, though, was there's, so uh, first Hera turns off all the gear so that she doesn't get detected. Well, yeah. Fine. It's... Like, understandable. I'm, I'm good with that. But then she has the line of, like, she turns Chopper back on and is like, shh, be quiet. They'll hear you. I'm like, you're in space. (laughs) That's
1: not not how any of this works. Yeah, but wait a minute. Isn't the quote, in space, no one can hear you scream? Exactly. Yeah. There was no need for that. Well, (laughs) but the kids don't know that. There has to be some suspense.
3: Star Wars takes some liberties with sound in space, even. You should know this by now.
2: Yes. Sonic oh, charges anybody? Go, okay. <laughs> Good one.
3: <laughs> oh boy, what have what I done? Steven's going to... No, I
0: was, I was going to say, I remember, I don't actually know if this is canon. I just remember about it once where the official explanation for why you hear sounds in space is because all of the computers in the ships actually generate the sound to help immerse pilots in what's going on. It's
3: basically like a Tesla,
0: right? Yeah, something <laughs> oh. like that. Like no, you don't hear the Tie Fighter explode in Episode Four. See, the targeting computer detects the hit and makes an explosion sound, so that it. Makes it just I don't crazy. remember hearing that. But anyway, it's amazing. I'm gonna run with no. That. I of just... those explanations. I was like, okay. It's so great. You're that stretching it a bit at this point. I
3: don't know. It's, I mean, like simulating the, the the ship sounds. I could see other ships. That'd be difficult just from like. uh... Trying to figure out what's going, you know, what type of ship it is, what what objects are around, and then programmatically uh, generating that sound effect. But mm-hmm. that's a really cool idea. <laughs> anyway, sure.
2: I mean,
0: the uh, important part is seeing with the ghost floating in space with the star going by is really cool. Yes. 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 Very
2: cool. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> so uh, right before
3: the AT-ATs attack, uh, we get this nice bonding moment between Rex and Ezra, where they're 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 talking and. Uh, Rex shows Ezra how to use the big turret on the AT uh, te, uh, and starts to talk about his past with Anakin just a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. What did you think of this, Aaron? Oh my goodness, that was it was very strange because obviously Kanan had an issue with it. He was um, you know kind of looking back, kind of grumpy and and uh, maybe a little even jealous, I guess, or not wanting the clone to. Possibly hurt uh, Ezra, because that's all he knows of the clones. Mm-hmm. But for him to you know tell that his he fought with the greatest general and and um, he always trusted him with his life and and he tried to return that trust and so that that really led me to believe that uh, Rex does not know that Anakin became Yeah, the answer my question so so that also left me with the question where was he during order 66 if he Mm -hmm. if they weren't retired until later rex was part of the 501st which was the the battalion that was with anakin in operation nightfall Mm -hmm. where was he Yep. (laughs) surely he wasn't he wasn't retired yet before that because they make it sound like you know he, he had many more years of service before they did finally retire the clones um so 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 what happened i uh i'm very curious (laughs) yeah i think i think when we started to touch upon this
3: last uh, in in the last episode as well and i i think i think i remember you mentioning that maybe uh anakin had intentionally not brought him along on operation nightfall or something Mm
2: -hmm. which i thought was
3: an interesting theory but i don't know um i would love to see what happened and i recollect because still he still talks about him like you know he's this he, great he's person. Revered. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's revered. yeah, he still reveres mm-hmm. him, and so I, I feel like if if he had seen Anakin take out all of the all of the Jedi, he would have either felt differently about the Jedi and not trusted them anymore,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: And, or I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be the, the last episode. He does say, "Oh, you know." One of the clones does say, "Oh, the Jedi—they're after us." Because when, when Kanan Canon f- first pulled out his lightsaber, um, so maybe they are somewhat afraid of them. I don't know, but it, it, yeah, I, I have a feeling he does not know what Anakin did. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> that, that's got it. That's got to be heartbreaking because where was Rex then, if he is so enamored, thinking that you know? Anakin could not have done this, or he yeah. didn't even know. Okay, put it that way, yes, he did not know. But where was Rex at that time?
3: Yeah. You know, I think he can't be, because
1: obviously we, we see... He didn't, some the from, yeah, he, well, he didn't have the chip yeah. in his head. Yeah, he didn't
3: right. have the chip in his head. We see some scenes from Operation Nightfall, obviously, and Revenge of the Sith, and, um, you know, it, it's never quite clear which clone troopers are with him, I think, but...
2: Well, they all look like 501st Grunts, They feet. do.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. There, there are no markings, very generic, um, and, and so I suspect he wasn't there. If he had been, maybe I'm wrong, but I could almost see Rex like wanting to stop I can't be like, wait, what's going on? Can you please explain this? Because the I always trusted the Jedi. What's going on? Why are we attacking them? Why are we, you know, killing all these, you know, mm-hmm. padawans and these younglings? What the heck? I feel like Rex would have been the one, especially without the chip, uh, in his head controlling him. I feel like he would have been the one to question the
1: motives. Okay, so here would be a question on this aspect. If he still had the chip in his head, do you think he would have fought it or just continued with it? Because you're saying that he would have questioned everything. But with the chip in your head and the way the clones turned, sure most, uh, I think most the chip they would didn't have, question anything.
3: Yeah, the chip would have okay. prevented you from questioning things. Right. Mm-hmm. But we know he doesn't have the chip in his head.
1: But then the chip must have been removed before Order 66. Yeah.
2: So where was he after he removed his chip?
1: <laughs> yep. Because he clearly mm-hmm. was serving
2: and the Empire. Basically.
1: Big question. <laughs> and that's the thing. <sighs> Who removed the chip? That's the question. Well, other I think question.
3: after the events of the Lost Missions. Um, you know, the, he he finds out about the chip and and removes it pretty quickly before before uh, Order 66.
1: Then, then it's the clones who knew about the chip that did it themselves. I mean, what yeah. I'm kind of getting at, yeah, is like they remove they
3: remove the chip themselves because they they found okay. out about it. But that's what okay. we see in the Clone Wars, right? That's at least how I interpreted it.
2: My thought was that they would have done it as secretly as possible because, if the or well, the republic at that time, if they had found out that they'd removed the chip, then they would have been terminated.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So.
3: But I would also assume at that point they would have tried to sneak out and maybe desert. Um,
2: but. I don't know. Well, but they didn't because yeah, you know, there's so, ma- so many mentions uh in the previous episode where they're like yeah we served and we were retired and you know all that stuff so exactly so they clearly had a a good standing with the empire now the empire uh when they were retired and removed some from service
3: so exactly so they either went along with it and pretend like did their best to like not participate while still participating or Ugh, somehow, i don't
2: think rex would have done that <laughs> yeah or
3: somehow avoided it mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know I, i'm very Questions? curious
2: questions that will one
1: day hopefully be answered so many questions (laughs) if we're lucky yeah if we're very lucky very true
3: but uh so the the atat comes in Mm -hmm. the the three atats land on the surface of
0: Celos, and uh one of my favorite lines from the episode
3: okay i'll let you do this one
0: i I get to do it okay so (laughs) Um, they're looking, so the clones are looking through the, you know, micro binoculars and oh, like, how many yes. legs do you have? Four. Four? They're not falling over. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought that was especially effective after, like, especially episode three, I think is like, huh, it's an X-wing, but instead of four wings, it has six wings. <laughs> and like so I was incredibly appreciative of that, uh. Oh,
2: oh. Yes, um, I just thought yeah. it was so funny how they're just like they're impressed, like little kids looking at new toys. I yeah. suspect like, they're comparing ah! it. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're like studying it and look at that armor <laughs> and you know <laughs> the, the weapons yeah, I mean, on them. They're, they're it's so excited. so
0: cool. <laughs> so, just, just so you guys kills, know, whenever, study this. whenever I'm watching a new up, ep- like we I'm watching any science fiction show, and we get something like that, you know, fancy technology. Mm-hmm. That that's. Just, oh look at those guns. Oh, those <laughs> engines are really nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how fast they
1: go. <laughs> Just, they're, they're like little kids in a candy you store You
2: are going, now ooh. part of
1: my world. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: clones basically channeled Steven in that scene. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very funny.
3: Oh, man. Though, so I suspect, I have a feeling they were comparing it to the ATTE. Mm-hmm. Uh, since given oh, that okay. they have like six, six or eight legs, right? Um, six. 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 That's what I thought. I was six, uh,
2: Actually, which
3: explain why. By...
0: Talking... Sorry. I was gonna say. Well, very briefly. Last week I was like, "Oh, the ATT is missing a leg." I watched again this episode. Like,
3: uh-huh.
0: In this episode, there were no missing legs. Yeah, the words. You were nope. just crazy. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just crazy. Apparently,
3: you love you love vehicles, but you don't love them that much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just kidding.
1: Wait. Well, what is this one? <laughs> um... For a vehicle that has six legs, it moves pretty quick. hmm
3: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. But, okay, okay um, we'll get to that in a minute. The, the, the one, the one, the so little. I love that comment. The Keep only up. thing I, that was weird about it was that I thought, okay, well, in Revenge of the Sith, you guys had the ATPT, which was the uh, the all-terrain personal transport, which is effectively like a early version of an ATST with two legs.
1: Right. This had the three legs.
3: No, obviously the AT-ATs AT- AT- right. had four legs, and the at had six legs. So the clones have already seen two-legged walkers, not
2: and six-legged. Yeah, walkers. Yeah, but so those are so small. Stretch. These are giant. That's true. Giant buildings. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I'll give it to you.
3: I love. <laughs> nevertheless, I love the line. It's such a, yes. so, so yeah, good.
1: It's a great line. Uh
3: huh. So that's when we get this basically this chase between uh, the ATAT and the AT ATATS plural and the ATTE and uh, and Callus is like this is a great moment where he says full speed ahead and then you get just this this shot of you know from the from the side of like the three ATATS rushing after an ATTE and they're all just like lumbering
0: <laughs> the-
2: yeah. It's mm. yeah. like watching two linebackers trying to chase each other down this down the football field. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it's like, you know,
3: two turtles racing into, like, oh, it's like heads. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. And yet it didn't come off as comical either. Like it came off pretty very well. Yeah. there were a couple modes I'm like okay Okay.
2: but okay I was laughing but not because it was funny but yeah I guess it's not as like there's different ways you could do it right
3: where like full speed ahead and then like like, barely moving at all at least they had some speed to them right it was shot so it didn't seem so ludicrous Um, but But, it it was it was was very
1: ATTE was able to pull away in my opinion the ATTE was a little bit quicker
3: it's that extra extra two legs makes a big difference
2: yeah it does (laughs) Was so like a quarter of their size too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was Tiny. Yeah, that, and was, it, that and was. And I mean, really it helped they you. drop the Jupa. Yeah. No, that was so I,
1: sad. Yeah, I know. Gregor wasn't too happy about that because so they went through the food whole for
2: you. last episode working so that, for that big bug.
3: Yes. So this <laughs> is what I was hinting at in the last episode, and I, I almost spoiled. I think I might have spoiled it for you guys on the. Um, I I don't remember. I think I accidentally said that they had gotten rid of the Jupa, and you guys corrected me. Anyway um so they dropped the Jupa, <laughs> and like all of that work in the last episode that was the one scene that you know none of us liked in the last episode
0: mm-hmm. uh
3: and so it kind of negated that whole scene i'm like you could have used that scene for so much better a time for so much better stuff um but they, so they anyway they, they got rid of the the baggage <laughs> they, got, they dropped the jupa and heads straight into the storm and this was such a cool scene, because you basically it was a cool- uh, like it's basically like two subs trying to find each other underwater. It was almost like that where they're they're inside the, the vehicle, um, and and they're they're trying to, to figure okay where where are they? They they got to be around us somewhere we don't know. And uh, Kanan's trying to use the Force. And it was such a very cool, very suspenseful scene.
1: Well, the one thing this reminded me of, it did remind me of Wrath of Khan here. Where you had the Enterprise and oh, what was the other ship when they went into the storm. And it made sense in this case because the storm that the ATTE and the at ats were going into blinded the sensors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they were on equal footing. But wow. the advantage went to the clones because of the Jedi. Kirk Did didn't he... have a Jedi at that point, he just had his wits. <laughs> but in this case, the that clones had Jedi. Two of them, by the way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah it, it was a, a really cool scene though and the fact that you well, they, not only did they have jedi they had two clones who knew how even though they had weren't familiar with 80s uh, they they were able to deduce the weakness given their experience
1: mm-hmm.
3: and how you could just shoot the neck uh and, and take it I, i'm trying to think if, if memory serves i believe in the empire strikes back that's also one of the ways they take down an et right? Um, I think they shoot it in the neck at one point. When Snowspeeder hits it in the neck and it blows up, and the rest they actually have to use the tow cables on.
1: That's right. It came in from the top.
3: Yeah. If I remember like, correctly, it, it came
1: and, in from the top and got it at the yeah. neck. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, so
3: hmm. that was a that was a nice touch. Um,
0: hey. What? I don't. I don't know. I was not sold on the whole aim for the neck. It's the only weak part. But Okay, suspension of disbelief. You gotta with it. Okay. Well, um, in, it's in in episode five. The whole... Uh, actually, I don't know if it's actually ever said in the movie. The implication is that the only reason they can sh- shoot the neck on the one at is because its armor is cracked when it lands. When it hits the ground. Okay, yeah, but you're but, talking
3: about a Snowspeeder's blasters versus a giant yeah. ATTE cannon.
1: Yeah, yeah, Okay, you're also also talking about a guy who didn't know that the neck of the AT-AT was cracked when it landed on Hoth. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know structurally that wasn't the case. I just thought they were coming from the top and shot at it. I didn't know. So how many people out there would have known
3: that? Also, that explanation is is probably Legends now, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Interesting. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I see what you're doing there.
0: Well, did there I anybody don't approve. Play,
2: but... <laughs> did did anyone ever play Battlefront 2? Oh, yeah. You played against um, uh, against the Separatists, and I, I tried to play every class, you know, trying to get all their little extra awards and stuff, and one of them was um, hitting those big spider droids or spider walkers whatever those yes giant round mm-hmm. ones you had to hit them at the their weak point in the legs so i wonder if they kind of like extrapolated that for where the weakness would be in the addats. that was uh, yeah well, it could be that's where that my mind so went but that... <laughs> i can't wait we get we have less than a month left
3: until star wars battlefront comes out again so no. that's fun um
1: and I don't have any console to play it yet. Right,
3: you'll get yeah. it yet. Um,
2: me and you not, not, not trying.
3: Oh, this scene was just, just so cool. Uh Kanan is able to use the force to figure out where to take the shot. And we get a little bit of character development here, or some progress at least, between uh, uh with Rex and um and I wanna s almost said Obi-Wan. Kanan. Kanan's relationship here. <laughs> mm. Um because Kanan says, "I always trust my general," talking about Kanan. And one, Kanan didn't correct him like he did in the last episode, uh, mm-hmm. and say, "I'm not a general." And two, you know, this shows that Rex is actually starting to trust Kanan now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: So they're not. I, I don't think Kanan or Rex ever had a problem with Kanan necessarily. I, I think don't it think it he was necessarily. Mostly the other way around.
3: Yeah, but he, I don't think he's... he like. Do you think he completely trusted him, too? I just mm-hmm. immediately trusted him?
2: Uh, I is it, thinking, the it first thing to me he says we like get there is any friend of Ahsoka's is a friend of mine. That's true. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. okay.
2: Well, Fair point. Fair point. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's not a trust issue. Maybe it's a,
1: a commander looking at a green Jedi and somebody mm-hmm. who needs to be trained just a little bit more. I mean, this is the point in which maybe Rex did see that Kanan's grown just I know it's been two episodes or how many hours within you you take a look with this he's grown a little bit you know and also realize Kanan was one point was gonna or did we get to that point oh Kanan was gonna run away and just basically take off and not come back and and save the clones it was Ezra that
2: says hey we need to go back yeah that's coming up
1: yeah I know I jumped ahead sorry (laughs) um but it's okay it happens to the best of us I know. We jump around on the show and this is the point where we jump forward. But you know, spoiler alert. Um but you know, we're back we're back inside the storm. And you've okay, you have to admit, this was cool because I like how they really tied in when Ezra jumped out to the gun with Sabine and Sabine says, Hey, don't miss but Ezra's the one that has to take the shot. Coolest part is Rex throws him his clone helmet.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron is so excited. Sorry, Aaron. Do you want to talk about
1: that?
2: <laughs> yeah. <you know> what? <laughs> Jump on this no, one. No. I, okay. I'm good. I, I don't want to take it away from you, Aaron. Go. No. 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 That's okay. It just it was. Um, I. I mean. I. I. don't know if I'd seen like a, a leaked picture or if that was part of the. Um, you know, the trailer or, or teaser, the season two promo kind of stuff. But I think we had seen that picture. I just didn't know what context it was. Um. So it was. It was very nice to see the bucket again. It was. <laughs> sure. um, I, well, I guess his is, must be the only surviving bucket because I've been looking. Like I went through and watched this episode again and the previous one and was like just scanning the background, everything that they put in, like just little bitty details here and there. And Rex's bucket is the only one I've seen. There are what? a couple Sorry, of other. At the um, very end, what was yeah, it? Wolf, Ray his
3: bucket? Wolf, yeah, was, Wolf. Oh, yeah, was that's Ray. right. Okay,
2: yeah. okay. So it's Gregor's bucket that we haven't seen. But yeah, there no. were a couple of just random, non-marked phase one buckets kind of scattered around the inside of the, the walker. So I was like, well, why don't we get to see Gregor's bucket? I love the commandos. <laughs> I, I was I was a little disappointed, but but yes, it was very very exciting to see um, uh, Ezra getting to wear the bucket. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That had seen so much, so much stuff in the Clone Wars.
3: <laughs> I I, can, I have to ask how, before we get into the the, the shot itself, uh, how do you think Callus K- uh, knew where to go? I mean, clearly the Kanan was using the Force, um, but what about Callus? I mean, was he just getting lucky? Lucky, lucky guess. guess. <laughs> I
1: I I have to For, say, lucky guess. So, I think because
3: oh. he he manages to completely surround them.
1: Well, but did did he though? I, because I thought I thought Kanan put him in that position. I didn't think it was I, I think it was more Callus Callus got lucky. Kanan put them uh, in that see, position I don't think to it take the shot in the center. You don't?
3: No, you so I think this in is my it, experience there's no such thing as luck. This, I th-
1: I think Callus no, is no, too no, stuck no, no. up but, for his own good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now this yes. is, I think, so Callus knows
0: where the ATTs when it went into the storm. He knows okay. the relative speed of both, and so he's suspicious now. Like, okay, like if you know, he's able. He's math and eliminating options. They should like we either should have passed them or they went okay. off in a different direction. Okay, we need it. Like, there's no point continuing forward because we know that's not where they are. Let's try something a little bit different. I think he's mm-hmm. he's being smart about it.
2: Okay.
1: Not perfect. Mm-hmm. There's so, luck involved, but it's just—it was a strategy. Okay, to, so, to, so Steven... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Oh uh, no! Just, it, just a strategy to, to, you know, cover all directions they may have gone, and at some point they're going to run into them, just by sh- knowing how fast his walkers are going and how fast the little, tiny ATTE can go. Mm-hmm. There, there's only so much that. So much ground they can cover that the Adats can't catch up to.
1: Right. So Stephen, what you're saying is Callus is kind of like, and you'll get this reference, like Blackjack when he does a space battle and he literally thinks through all the um, options and takes into takes into uh, consideration the time and distance and all that when they're they're getting ready to unload their grape shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. All right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs>
3: So now we get to the moment where Ezra actually takes the shot with Kanan's help. Kanan's like, oh, about 0.5. And I was like, thanks. Like, that's going to (laughs) help. And I like how he actually takes off the helmet, just like switching off at the targeting computer in A New Hope with
2: Luke. Which made me a little nervous, but never mind.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 What is he going to do with the bucket? Where
0: is it going? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to blow away in the storm.
1: He's not going to lose the bucket.
0: No, I thought we had an Indiana Jones kind of scene towards the end. Skipping ahead where, you know, Ezra's holding onto the bucket as they're saying goodbye. I'm like, is is Ezra going to take the bucket? Like, is this the passing of course? And then Rex, of course, goes in and takes his bucket back. Like, okay, I I feel better now. Nope, not yours.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but then there's another issue later on, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) I, I I will say that I I'm thoroughly enjoying you guys saying bucket instead of helmet. It just kind of cracks me up. There's- this
0: is what happens when you're on episode on podcast multiple <laughs> times. You're
3: corrupting uh, us, Aaron.
2: I know. Wait, it's it's a 501st well, thing and, and I, I catch myself talking to people at conventions. I'm I'm the um garrison recruitment officer, so I'm I'm supposed to talk to new recruits and stuff, and I I catch myself using our terminology and I'm like, Oh, I I mean the helmet, you know, that okay. not, not bucket, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I hope so, to have my own bucket one day. One day.
2: <laughs> one day. Yes. Yeah.
1: We'll yes. Get
2: there at some point. We'll,
3: we'll, uh, we'll get Tom and armor someday. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> I would love
1: to set armor someday.
2: I uh, would
3: love to have a set of armor. Anyway, you would yeah, I, anyway, I know. Back
1: sorry. The
3: sorry. Show. sorry. So, <laughs> so Ezra takes off the bucket, the or helmet for those of you not familiar with the, the <laughs> term, <laughs> and he he starts to to, to use the force, and you hear the the same music as in A New Hope. And he takes the shot and just nails it. It's very, very reminiscent of A New Hope, the whole scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was really, really good. I, I like the way they did it. And just seeing the, the, the lighting with the, the sandstorm and the, the, the spotlights on the front of the ATATs ats and the ATTE, was which is so well done. And then it just explodes and falls apart, creating an opening for them to just rush through and try to escape.
1: It was great. It was great. But then but but then we go back to the Star Destroyer. I mean, what a way to end this. But then you cut right back to the Star Destroyer where they get this urgent transmission from Vader (laughs) that they have to rendezvous with the shuttle. Now, this plays into something later because Callus, you know, the Star Destroyer ends up leaving and Callus needed air support later.
2: (laughs) Yep.
3: But nope, they were gone. Because when Vader calls, you drop everything and leave. Even when Vader
1: calls. You listen.
3: Yes. yes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: When Vader I... says "kill yourself," you ask, "How do you want to, be to die?" I don't know. <laughs> how high? Yeah. <laughs> how high? <laughs> how high doesn't work with "kill yourself," but <laughs> I, I think. So I think like, is... What else would Vader do? Vader is typically like, "Yeah, you're sorry. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead." Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I like this little shot back to the the destroyer because then. Uh... You know, Hera turns on the, or, well, Chopper, I guess, has already turned back on a little bit. And uh, he's just incredibly sassy in this episode. Oh, yes. It cracked me up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I know he normally is pretty, like, grumpy and, and you know, gives a lot of back talk to, to Hera and, and uh, Kanan. But this one seemed particularly just really snappy. And I laughed a lot. <laughs>
1: He's just a grumpy old drone. I mean clon- <laughs> I mean droid. There you go.
2: <laughs> Ow! That was a good one. Okay. <laughs> um Okay, anyway, so back, back to the, back to the planet. Back <laughs> to the planet. Back
1: to the planet. So the crew of the ghost gets into the phantom and they're basically escaping. And it they're they're at least Kanan's judgment was it's best for them to leave. And I think Harris said the same thing. It's best for them to leave now to get all that stuff to, right. to the rebellion.
3: Right. And but, they, they leave the clones behind. They, they don't, they decide uh, that they don't, the clones don't want to join them, which I was really sad about watching this episode. I was like, Oh, they're leaving. I can't. Like, oh no, guys, they're going to die. I was sure. Okay. Now wait a minute. Were, we're dead.
1: Wait a minute. Do you, did you really think they were going to die? Although, yeah. Oh, I have to agree.
3: They're they're basically, they're effectively like guest stars at this point, right?
1: Correct.
2: They're
3: not the main characters. They can kill them off.
2: Yeah. I could,
3: that's totally plausible uh, at this point. So I thought that's what was going to happen. They were going to stay behind and and go out uh, like clones. And that's exactly what Rex even says. Mm -hmm. He says he's Mm -hmm. glad that they're going to go out like clones and not, you know, die, uh, you know. Just, old age, yeah. Old age, just right. say like sitting out on their front porch with their, you know,
1: their bingos <laughs> <jupas>. and telling <laughs> the kids chupa. to get off their lawn and
3: all the exactly. other stuff. <laughs> exactly, And so they they face the ATAT head on, uh, and, the, and I, there's this one moment where I guess Cal says he wants to teach the clones how obsolete they are, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But like, it was so cool to see these clones just go all out against this ATAT. Like, <laughs> they are the two of them. Like, they. they, they they run that ATTE right into one of the ATATs like just like right underneath its legs and it starts like um it's almost starting to crawl up toward the uh toward the the head of the ATAT
2: and i'm pretty sure that uh wolf literally howled at this point yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. as if there's like driving the the uh ATTE forward <laughs> it seemed yeah. fitting it was, yeah, it was a really,
3: yeah, really, really, really cool scene. And uh, it really did kind of feel like their last stand at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're
1: Wolf's like,
2: raw.
1: yeah, I mean, Wolf's like, I'm going for the legs, all four of them.
2: <laughs> like, and, I love, yeah,
1: Cal's Cal, coming back saying, I think they've lost their minds. they yeah. lost their minds! <laughs> that line was great. They, hey. they pretty much have. I mean,
3: they're, they're kind of crazy, let's be honest.
1: You called yep. them obsolete. They didn't hear it. What do you think they were going to do? <laughs> yeah,
3: and they were they were doing a pretty good job surviving. Uh, oh yeah, about ready to take out one of the ATTs. They're getting close, but there was that other one just pummeling them from the side. So one ATT yeah. actually, actually physically could not shoot them, right? Uh, which is brilliant. But the other one just kept pummeling them, and
0: mm-hmm.
3: the ATT was just breaking down and getting ready to fall apart. And that's when. You know the uh, the Phantom turns him. around and decides to go back and save them, kind of a uh, Han Solo style, almost The <laughs> <A> New Hope.
1: <laughs> well, there was there there's just a little bit right before the Phantom turned around. There was that look on Rex's face where it's just like he's 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 almost like he gets out of the AT AT uh, ATTE and he's like very defiant, and mm-hmm. Rex is like, "Come on out! You, come on out and fight you coward!" You know, right to callous. Yeah. It's like, you know, he was showing his gumption. It's like, if this is going to be my time, he closes his eyes. And that's when the Phantom comes in and saves the day.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so cool to see... You know, uh, Kanan and, and and Ezra and Sabine jump out of the and I think I think um, Zeb was, was there that? too. Yeah, are they all about. four of them. I was trying to remember if it was three or four. No,
2: nah, it's just no, Seb, I... Kanan and Ezra. Sabine yep. was flying the Phantom. So. Oh,
3: you're right. You're right. Sorry, I, I misspoke. But anyway, you at least get two Jedi jumping out of the Phantom, uh, right on top of the ATAT, and Rex just looks up with, uh, you know, he, he he he's just like, oh. Just like, like, like the doing. old days, yeah. You yeah. can see he was so happy to have Jedi back on his side, which means clearly he did not blame the Jedi at mm-hmm. all for anything that might have happened. <sighs> uh, it, it was it was so great, and they they just take him out. They they quickly disable the ATAT and uh, and turn it on Callus's. Uh, the the other one is they they pit ATAT versus ATAT and and uh, mm-hmm. that's when Callus hops on a speeder bike and, and runs away.
1: <laughs> now, this oh. was a scene in which you could tell an AT-AT on AT-AT Battle.
3: Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to stop you there. It's not an AT-AT. It's an ATAT.
1: Okay, an ATAT at against Did an at watch battle? Rebels
3: Recon, they settled this debate definitively. Okay,
1: all right. There was okay, a good okay, discussion
3: okay. and they decided that it was ATAT, not
2: at. AT-AT. ATAT. But, okay. so actually,
3: so, I, I'll, I'll, I'll actually give it to you because this is, this is fascinating for those of you who didn't wa- watch Rebels Recon. Um, okay. ATAT is the official in-universe term, and that's what everyone will say in the the books and the uh, games and the films, that sort of thing. Uh, TV shows. If you're talking casually and you want to say at-at, they won't worry about it. It's not as like it's not as much of an issue as saying Jedi's plural. That's ass, mm-hmm. that's bad. Uh never say that, even in an informal conversation. But if you want to say it informally as a s a fan, I'm not gonna criticize you too much.
2: I just laugh behind <sighs> your back. <laughs> okay. So I was Wait,
1: going so to please say, continue. What what was, happened to the AT ats I was going to say it appears that an AT AT AT-AT battle. <laughs> would be very interesting because what kind the of that Zeb that? took over what kind of... Was battle kind of... It? Tom? In A-T. it was an at-AT. Okay, it was or an AT-AT. An it, it was an AT-AT squared battle. There we go.
3: So you're Thank you. in the AT-AT and the ATTE shot at the
0: AT-AT.
1: Well, from what I saw...
0: No, morning- <laughs> oh, no, 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 William. You're not, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, you are not going to do this to us. We are not going to spend ten minutes going through these
1: puns. It's not fun. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm ignoring the puns here. This is okay, making so, a really com-
3: confusing conversation.
1: Yes, we are. All I know is these two big four-legged creatures. If you were to put them against each other, it's going to be a hell of a battle because the one that Zeb took over and was shooting at the other one, it was putting holes in the side. Mm-hmm. So that would be a f- that you know. Let's see. Well, it's never going to happen again. We're two AT-ATs against AT-ATs against each other, but. <laughs> The only thing about this battle that bothered me, I will say this, okay? Mm-hmm. After Callus's AT AT fell over, he got on the speeder bike to leave with one of the drivers. The other driver ran and comically turned around, got his hands in the air, and ran with his hands in the air. That to me was a little bit of a throwback to the old battle droids when they're like, ah, as they're running away
2: from being shot at. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Wow. It was a little comical. It
1: was. I mean, it, it's, it was harmless. I mean, it was harmless. But it was still like, okay, you know, it was there. So. That's true.
3: That's true. Uh, okay. But at least we get this nice little moment at the end where the clones all salute the Jedi and kind of thank them for coming and, and rescuing them.
2: Yeah. And this is a point where I'm like, okay, where's the breakfast bucket? Yeah, <laughs> where'd it go? Because <laughs> he tossed it away in the middle of the battle, and then their their little walker got smooshed. That's smushed true. Do we ever in... see it again? No. Oh, <laughs> it's,
1: it's a it's a bunch of ones and zeros in a computer gener- in a computer. So it's easily <laughs> it's easily recallable. So I know. Are just gonna
3: three D print it, Tom?
1: That's not impossible. <laughs> There's three D printers out that could probably make one.
2: I know. I just I wanted to see him like pick it up out of the dust, or you know kind of out of the, wipe out it of the off r- lovingly. Yes. <laughs> you know, rub this this little
3: smudge off.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, Ezra. He,
3: he needs a back.
1: Put a dent in it. You're gonna have to. You're, we're gonna have to talk about that later, son. <laughs> <laughs> you dented my. You dented my bucket.
3: Uh, but uh, back on the starter Store. Darth Vader arrives or
1: does' no, it wasn't
3: no it's happened. not Darth Vader. In reality, it's actually the fifth brother who basically says well, I, I love this moment because the, the imperial officer there is like you it basically complains to the fifth brother and says, you know we, we sure. were we were gonna leave and you called me or, or you, we were helping Callus.'" And you called me away just to come meet you somewhere else in the galaxy. You probably made us lose the battle. And the fifth brother doesn't care at all. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna succeed where you guys failed. Let's do Mm -hmm. this. It's very. I'm looking for. I'm really. I really want to learn more about the fifth brother and um, the seventh sister.
1: Can Can I make? Can I say something here about the fifth brother? I found very fascinating. Mm -hmm. I remember John Carlo Volpe. When he was on the when he was working on Clone Wars, he tried to have I think it was the Doctor from Blue Shadow Virus. Doctor Vindi. Yes. Dr. Yes. Yay! He wanted he wanted that character to almost have two sets of eyelids. That kind of one that closed <gasps> vertically, one that closed horizontally. Uh
2: huh. Uh huh.
1: If you took a look at this Fifth Brother,
2: I saw that. <laughs> I
1: think it has what John Carlo wanted. And I thought it showed up in this with the eyes of of the fifth brother. I thought that was pretty cool.
2: That was creepy. Yeah,
1: it it was creepy (laughs) because I know he was able to do it. um, I know that he jumped over to the Green Lantern animated series and he was able to do it with St. Walker because he wanted that for that one doctor, uh, which said from Blue Shadow Virus. But I like how they were able to call that back and use it here for Rebels. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And also it appears that it was unused artwork from the Force Awakens so or possibly inspired. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if it was uh
0: a Knights of Ren character. Uh, as we think... saw in the latest trailer maybe some concept mm-hmm. art from one of them.
3: Cuz I thought that was interesting that the episode guy did say that his design was inspired by unused artwork for the Force Awakens. So I'm really curious was you think it could also been for um Um, Kylo Ren. Maybe not the rest of the Knights of but Kylo Ren himself. Or interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Just all speculation at this point. But I'm very curious. Guys, can you believe that we're less than two months away from the Force Awakens?
1: (laughs) I got my tickets. I'm seeing it twice. Sorry. (laughs) Maybe a third. (laughs)
3: Let's let's not go into this. Who's seeing it more times? Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Almost done. I I know. I know. We're almost done. I
3: mean, if you want to go
1: there, we can go there. But don't want to. No kidding. No. Okay. So blockade
3: blockade runner with the ghost. Aaron, you want to talk about this part? (laughs) (laughs) Or or can you talk about this part? Or are you? No,
2: not not without crying.
1: I was going to say, Aaron. We'll turn the rest of the show over to you to 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 bring us bring us home, Aaron. Oh bring, my gosh, bring the clones this
2: home. yeah, yes, bring this them home, scene here. was everything I wanted. It was too short, but um, yeah. This really, this whole episode, this this two arc, two episode arc was such a almost a love song to Clone Wars. Um. That I was fully expecting to not get because of how adamant they were when Rebels started that it's going to be its own show. We're not going to rely on the Clone Wars. You know, there's not going to be a whole lot of stuff incorporated. And then what do we get? We get Ahsoka, which was awesome. And then we learn at uh, Celebration that we get Rex. And then I was like, oh, this is just just enough to remind us that this did still happen in the same universe. and. Wow. Yes, the fans were very interested in these uh these characters. <laughs> For them mm-hmm. to have, have to completely disappeared from the uh from the action like this and then to come back in Rebels. It was so perfect, so cute. Um and especially when Rex is looking at uh Soka and says, You got old and which is kind of funny considering his yes. you know, his yeah. giant white beard. <laughs> And and that, yep.
1: and that and that beer belly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he was
3: only what six years ahead. Uh, six years older than her, and during the Clone Wars, but now he's got to be uh, probably yeah. Three they're years
2: accelerated old. aging. They've yeah. got to be ancient. <laughs> yeah, they're going
3: fifty or sixty now, yeah. and I have probably actually, that, but, uh, something,
2: something like that. But oh, it was so sweet and. Oh, you could, you tell that Ahsoka wanted to say something before she embraced him. She like starts to, and he's, he is expecting her to say something, but then she hugs him and it was, oh, it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) I really can't, uh, can't find the right words right now, but yeah. And, and, and Rex
3: says, you know, I'm glad you're still alive. Mm -hmm. She says, I am, I'm glad you're alive too. It was, it was a really nice moment to see the two together again after Mm -hmm. so many years. Um. And I heard even, that, even in the recording studio they you know, uh Ashley Eckstein and uh Dee Bradley Baker teared up a bit too uh recording that. A bit. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> understanding it a little bit.
2: Uh yeah, but, well uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I've I've seen a uh, uh a little post on Tumblr that shows them embracing in the um in the recording studio and yeah. and it's also got the, the Rex and Ahsoka hug and I'm like oh it's just too perfect. <laughs> it was it was like I said, it was everything I wanted, I that I was fully expecting to not get. So, very very happy and excited to see where we go from here cuz clearly Rex yeah. kind of joins at, mm-hmm. like like I think was it Tom that was saying, you know, we don't really know for sure if they did actually join the right. rebellion or not. But I think I in think a couple of little snippets that we saw in the preview for at least the next episode, Rex is kind of in the background a little bit, so Yeah, so
3: I, think- I suspect he'll I I suspect he'll play a role more like Ahsoka where he won't be a prominent character in every episode. Right. But he'll be there and he'll yeah. he'll be kind in a, the, just the, the briefing rooms yeah. and he'll occasionally go on missions, but that's not his primary role. Because mm-hmm. obviously the crew of the ghost. They're they're right. take the
2: that that will do me just fine. <laughs>
3: So it's actually not the last episode with Clones and Aaron, but it is the, yes. the big clone-centric <laughs> episode, is what we have to have you on, of course.
2: The most excellent episode ever. <laughs>
3: yes. Shall we uh, get into our overall thoughts?
1: Absolutely. Okay. And, and I think in this case, Aaron... How about put
3: Aaron well, on the spot again?
1: <laughs> well, no, we, we don't. We don't have to. I mean,
2: no uh, i i kind of I kind of said mostly what I I wanted to. It was just okay. like I said. It was. I. It felt like a love song to the Clone Wars and a and a nod to the fans and maybe even a thank you to the fans too. Like, uh, I mean, clearly Wolf is, um, uh, Felony's baby. That's that. That's his clone, <laughs> but. He also understood Rex's popularity and so we got to got to get him back. Um, but the whole overarching episode set here was really, really just very strong in how it sets up Kanan's past and the issues that he had with the clones, how they kind of overcome it so that they can then move forward to help the Rebellion, just setting up the rest of where this rebellion is going because of who they have behind them. It's, it's really, really exciting. I was thrilled to watch this episode <laughs> and of course, giggling and laughing and crying the entire time. Um, <laughs> so of course, I think um, I will be definitely giving it 10 Womprats. Of course. Um, okay. I I, think I tweeted what? 14 the other day. Um, I, I know that's, <laughs> It's not possible. So, <laughs> um, I mean, we've and- done it occasionally, but
1: well, well. Remember, if if you watch, oh god, what's that movie? Uh, where they go? Oh, it's it's eleven. It's one higher than ten. Uh, spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. If you watch Spinal Tap, the sp- the speakers on eleven, so you 11. can go fourteen.
2: Oh man,
1: <laughs> it's your call. You can break the scale.
2: Oh, it's only,
1: for, it's only four extra Womp Rats you can have fun with. I mean,
2: and then Chopper can chase them around and
1: <laughs> Chopper can slice and dice and do whatever he wants with them.
2: Mm-hmm. Take out Stay his cranky uh, his cranky anger on them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 go with 10 for for now. I mean, I I want to be optimistic that it will just get better from here. And while this is the best episode that we've seen so far. I I I do expect more now. <laughs> I mean, not not more clones, obviously, not more uh, only Rex centric stuff, but just for the show to just keep getting better and better from here. So, ten ten Womp rats, and they are going to um uh yeah Chopper's going to have to chase them out of the uh, out of the ghost because they caused some of their. Repair issues. So, ten more. So, plans. did
1: he put him out in airlock or just chase him <laughs> when he went on the planet?
2: Um. Yeah. He probably kept a couple to chase like a cat. Like if he gets okay. hurt, <laughs> he just lets them roam around and then he can run after them and chase them and then kick them out the airlock. There you go.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, that works. Um. I'll go next. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'll. I'll, I'll... I'm the guy that said, hey, Chopper's going to take him and throw him at the airlock, so I might as well just go next. Um, I really did like this episode. Last episode was a total setup. I I kind of feel bad that I gave it that kind of rating, but I agree. I, I feel that because of that being a setup, the first episode needed that. But this one actually did that first episode justice by explaining a bunch of things and continued the story. Uh, I... Can't give it a 10, Aaron, because I know that at some point they are going to get better than this, and you need to have room to grow, but I'm gonna give it an 8.5. Um, I did enjoy the episode. I am going to have my 8.5 womp rats. I'm gonna be nice to them. I'm going to Oh, am I rubbing I- off on you? <laughs> no, no, because because I'm gonna be nice to them and I'm gonna set them down by the joba that was left over, that way it doesn't waste. <laughs> But they're going to get so fat, they're not going to be able to move. <laughs>
2: awesome. Okay.
1: Hey, at least I fed them. They're going to be fed for... Now, now, wait a minute. In Womp Rats, if it could feed three clones for a year, the Womp Rats are small. They could live off that Joba for mm-hmm. forever. Ever. Ever. Yeah. 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 But they won't be able to move because they'll be stuffed. So... I'm done.
3: 8.5. Okay, well I'll go All next right. if you want. Let's Ooh, Steven let okay. you to take up the, the rear.
0: Well, you know what? Why don't I go first? Okay,
3: okay. Uh, you want to end it on a more positive note.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So I'll say well, up front. I think I'm gonna give it. I...
3: Least Steven is more negative. I know, that. I know.
0: Okay. So I think I'm gonna give episode a seven point five. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good episode, and it definitely delivered on what i was looking for far beyond the previous episode did but when i compared to something like last season season finale i just i think i want more i don't know oomph out of it if that makes sense like all everything that happened was all really about some random bases and i don't I i felt like i needed more motivation something that's kicking off the season with you know some momentum i didn't really feel like this did it Although I did love seeing Rex and Ahsoka and so on reunited, um, but with my seven and a half womp rats. So you know the the ATATs are attacking, and the ATT has to drop. They have to drop the Jupa because they're you know there's not enough. They have too much weight. In fact, they also dropped off seven and a half womp rats because that was just the edge they needed to get to the Sandstorm in time. So they're
2: So so the <rest> ATAT <laughs> <and laughs> so 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 stomped on them as they were walking in. No, no, they, they're they living oh, okay. their
1: lives happily on the planet. <laughs> so it looks like Gregor lost his pets. Because I yeah. imagine well, was taking care of them. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it was <laughs> the Womp Rats that were driving Gregor crazy. <laughs> Let's just say some of them were
0: pets and there's a half that we don't speak about. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay.
3: Okay, well. Wow. Um, I think I'm going to give this Episode. Oh, this is. I keep going back and forth. Uh, I think I'm going to give this episode 8.5 as well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think Steven made an excellent point where um, they haven't yet set up the big focus for the season yet. They're like the driving, the central driving force. Um, That being said, it was a great, you know, reintroduction to our favorite clones and reunion. Um, I wish Ahsoka had cut down to the planet a bit more, although I know they wanted to, to focus on the, the tension between Kanan and, and the clones. Um, but this episode was just really cool from the, from the, the AT, I just going to say it this way, the Walker battle in the, there in you the go. snow storm <laughs> to, Play safe. Um, and, and I think this is the first time we've actually seen, you know, Walker versus Walker instead of against, you know, ground troops or, or, you know, speeders or whatnot. So it was a nice, uh, unique perspective there as well. Um, really great really great episode overall. I'm going to give it 8.5 Womp rats. Um and you know in this alternate reality um where Ezra actually misses the shot and does not hit the the walker in the neck um they unfortunately run out of of ammo and so they have to load the womp rats into the the cannon and they just shoot the womp rats at the AT-18s <laughs> and Okay. not much happens but they tried
1: <laughs> hmm. so they basically splatted against the windshield don't yeah, leave
3: it to your imagination
1: okay <laughs> sorry and on that note we've got coming up on the uh, ion cannon podcast we have season two episode four always to there are synopsis ezra sabine and Zeb and Chopper venture to an abandoned medical station to salvage supplies but are interrupted by the arrival of the Inquisitors. Dun,
2: dun, dun. Dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, th- th- I'm i really excited to see where they take this episode and and what happens. Uh, I'm excited about the fifth brother and the seventh sister. And the clip looked really cool. Did you guys see the clip at all yet?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. I, far- I actually far- haven't.
3: I am not surprised,
0: even. Yeah, no spoilers.
3: Oh, not- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, that's that fair. was that was a little blow. Oh, no, that's fair. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, he'll he'll see it on you know Disney XD Wednesday. Is it still? Oh yeah, yeah we well, much- only three days away from the next episode. So yeah. Uh- now they're not Disney XD is not putting it that, like they were doing the other ones was. Before it actually aired, you can
3: watch them live uh, through Disney XD, uh, or you can, you know, buy them on your favorite uh, video on demand service of choice, and uh, and watch it after the fact there as well. So, uh, so yeah, excellent, great episode, and we will see you guys in uh, a week with our review of. Always two there are.
1: And Aaron, we'd like to thank you for coming on. It was great <laughs> having you again. Yeah, thank you so much, Aaron.
2: Thank you guys. It was the best episode to come back to. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, we, we always, always love having you, you on. Know, too. Yeah,
3: we always love your, your having you on your clone expertise and uh. <laughs> I excited for it. So it's so great. Exactly. I need to
2: start putting that on my uh, like my trading cards or something. Clone expert. Yeah. And <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go experience. and
1: and podcast guest yeah throw that on there too uh, sweet <laughs> so yeah
3: thanks and you can be followed on twitter at vera card
1: mm-hmm. so thank you very much and we'll see you guys next week
2: bye-bye thanks
1: thank you for listening to the ion Cannon podcast your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far far away including rebels the sequel trilogy spin-off films and more if you like what you hear Please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help the show grow within the Star Wars fan community. Visit our website, ioncannoncast.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also get in contact with us by emailing contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, the Walt Disney Company, or any of their respective trademark or copyright holders. Any and all opinions are that of the host's. This podcast is a production of fans by fans and is copyright 2015.